I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't have an intro, so I just used Back the again. other intro. You see how that worked? I didn't. It's I still just, hot. I, 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 I improvised. Um, by not improvising it. Yeah, I, yeah. We're back. Well um, done, sir. Ed, I could crack. Ed White of Trey Blanco's podcasting girl challenged me to record a podcast. Wow. So I, 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 I was supposed to work today. I called in. Wow! No, I'm just kidding. Don't say that. Don't mess with your money, fam. Wait, you the money. I didn't mess with the actual paper. The things we get, I get paid to do. I did, I did, I didn't do that. But he did challenge me, and so we did have to show up. And what did we show up to? This is, of course, speaking for sport. I am your most excellent and venerated host, your wife's favorite podcaster, Dr. Lewis. Not. Sir, baby. Sir. It's all right. We're all right. We'll get back into it. We'll get back into it. Back with me are my dear friends, my bestest buddies. Well, I don't know. He's supposed to be my best buddy, but he usually just ends up hating on me. See Trey Blanco's podcast and grill if you don't know what I'm talking about. Wow. Dale Davis is here. What's up, man? Hello. Do check it out, though. Yes. What do you do, baby? Hey, hey, that's that's what we eight. call in the business a tease, Daniel. I got him over there. You you just watched your, your viewership just du- just doubled. It just doubled from four to eight. <laughs> just doubled right on the spot there. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, well, eventually you'll get every, to like sixty-four. Also along for the ride as usual <laughs> is Thespian Poppy himself, Darrell Huff. What is up, man? Hey, support the arts because well. We are the arts. This is, of course, the sh- yeah. You know what? I I, I just want to acknowledge that we're the arts, real quick, Daniel. I, I was going to go into the whole bit thing, but just let's just take a moment and, and acknowledge that we are the arts. We are the yeah. fucking arts. Yes, I don't know why. I mean, I shouldn't have to say it, but it's a bit that I do. Yeah, so man. I do it. <laughs> yes. Would you I didn't yeah. get that I art degree. Liberal arts. Yeah. Liberal arts. yeah. I'm an oh, okay. Well, well, yeah. two of us got a degree. I do artistic I, things. I, I take pictures. I'm, I'm, a, I, I, I'm, I'm in know, pictures. Only one of us is using the degree that we to do this. To oh, do wow, this. Yeah. Daniel's using his degree. Daniel, Daniel's using his actual degree to do oh, like, to do what he gets paid to do. I was like, yeah, but in terms doing of what? doing what we're doing right now, only one of us went to school for that. And do, it, doing and, important and, and, No, no, no. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no. I, to, I was like, in mm. his actual profession, Daniel is most certainly using his degree. But in, in you know what we're doing right now, he's he's not. I technically it's the not most necessary, the, not needed. I mean, you say that, but I'm, you know, it's, all, it's all, about the, all about that paper, man. The almighty dollar. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. We, little, we'll get you. We'll get you. We have we'll a lot of bits we got to get through. We haven't got these we'll bits off in a while. A lot of bits we got yes. through. The, the first bit that we have to do is this is, of course, the show. We take one topic, one topic only. Distill it down into its purest form, its essence. Put it up in a little bowl. Mix it up. Stir it up. No, really nice dyke. Give it back to you, the people. Now you're out in the world. You're out, the people, all in all excuse me, informed mm. and such, or yes. and shit, depending on if you curse or not. Mm. And you're reckless. You are reckless with this knowledge, but we have to give it to you anyway. Mm. And um, and then we'll probably actually so do a follow up show telling you how reckless you are about the information that you have been given. And then we'll have to do a follow up show. You know, it's never in yeah. cycle. Anyway, that's beside the point. It's Continuing time to drag to get in. Mm. Yes, indeed. It's time to get into our t- wait. Bit number two is where I pretend like I don't know that it's time for before I speak, 
before Daniel speaks, one man must speak. That man is Terrell Huff. Indeed. That's being Poppy himself. And it's time for Terrell Huff's first take. And who's it sponsored by? Daniel. Still sponsored by Chris Usman. No, 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 knockout automotive. Yeah, you Stop can tell by a smooth by smoothie before, and a uh, smile. Anyway, uh, Terrell Huff, take it away. <laughs> Got to roll the wrist. Uh, yeah, so uh, Kyler Murray, uh, who's obviously been in the news, I'm pretty sure, you know, unless you live under a rock, you've, you know, you've heard, uh, had a little to do about his contract. Just signed a massive contract. It's really awesome. Uh, I kind of laughed because it felt kind of petty because it was 230 million, oh, 230 and one half million. Uh, as opposed to 230 million, like another person that will probably do a podcast about here pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, there was a bunch of to do about the contract because obviously what the media does and what their job is, is when somebody, uh, an actor, uh, excuse me, an actor, pardon me, <laughs> getting in my bag right quick. Uh, a, when an athlete of his stature gets a contract of that stature, uh, of course, the media is going to dig into the contract. They're going to see if there's any weird little stipulations, you know, any funny stuff, what the guaranteed money looks like, so on and so on and so on. This one was pretty straightforward on the guaranteed money aspect. But there was one little aspect of uh, this contract that a lot of people uh, thought stood out, especially in light of his playoff game this past season against the St. Louis, uh, Louis Rams. Wow. Tells you how old I am against the Los Angeles Rams. Rams, where he looked like what white people think Colin Kaepernick played like before they booted him out of the league. Um, he was horrible. He was trash, and he looked like he had never played a game of football in his life. And if he had, it looked like he didn't do very well at it. That being said, I want to read something to y'all right quick. Just a quick line, not too much, just a little bit of a, of a stipulation, this little piece of his contract that we're probably going to talk a little bit about today. Um, and I just want to, you know, not a lot of context, just this one particular part. Uh, and it says, Player is not personally studying or watching the material while it is being displayed or played, or player is engaged in any other activity that may distract his attention. For example, watching television, playing video games, or browsing the internet while such material is being displayed or played. Now here is why I read that particular part without any context. The reason I did it without any context is because why would your team that is willing to drop $230 million over you, oh, excuse me, $230 million and a half, uh, 230 and one half million dollars. Is that how I say it? Is that, is that right, money man? Is that correct, Dan? <laughs> money. Two, money. $230 and one half million dollars uh, on you um, for you to play for them for the next whatever, five, seven years, whatever it is. Um, if they're willing to put that kind of stipulation in, they usually don't do it on accident. They usually do it because there's a very specific reason why. Could it be the playoff game that I just talked about this past year where he looked like he literally was lost? Um, could it be something else? Uh, he, he's, his prowess uh, on Call of Duty is, is well known. Uh, so it's very interesting that they brought up video games specifically. Bottom line is when you go and you speak to the media, when training camp and everything starts and you try to blame it on said media, after they went and found something that was apparently pretty easy to find in your contract, and they asked you a question about it, you can't really get mad at the media and say they're overblowing something or they're doing this or doing that, unless you can show me, I don't know, 
a hundred other players that have that kind of stipulation in their contract because it's probably not in even some of your teammates' contracts, much less every other player in the league. The point is, bro, stop blaming it on the media because this this was just them doing their job. All you had to do was answer the question and keep it moving. So obviously, bro, you ain't studying as much as you need to. By the way, four hours worth of studying over the course of a week equates to about 40 minutes a day. Fam, you making 230 and one half million dollars. If you don't pick up that damn tablet and study that damn playbook for 40 minutes a day, something wrong with you, bro. Stop complaining about the media and do your damn job. Man, there so many people caught strays. Uh, there was a St. Louis rant. He acted like you had to be from the Stone Age to know who the St. Louis rant. If you are... Over seven years old, you have lived in a world where the St. Louis Rams exist, Terrell. Anyway, this that yeah, was Terrell Huff. I work with people that – hold on now. I work yeah, with go people that my I, job I, I that open don't it know up. the Spurs used to play in the Alamo Dome. So let me just be very clear. <laughs> that, that, that is like – what is that? that, mm-hmm. that, that yeah, the, the Alamo Dome closed That's down in 2003. 2003. That's, that is 19 is, years ago. All I'm saying is I work with people who <laughs> don't know. So I'm just trying to be informative. They were in St. Louis. It hasn't been a decade. Anyway, <laughs> like this is, I'm not going to continue Five this years ago. <laughs> No one remembers take with a lot of shade thrown and a lot of daggers thrown and a lot of strays caught. And who was all that sponsored by? Daniel. Sponsored by Chris Usman and a knockout automotive. Stop on by for smooth ride smoothie and a smile. Okay. Uh, now that Terrell Huff has gotten yeah. his takes off, and there were many, they were legion, uh, <laughs> it is time for our third bit of the day, which is for my good friend Daniel Davis to give you the what for. So what is the what for on Kyle Murray and his contract, Daniel? For Kyle Murray, um, as we all know, as we've kind of seen over the years, the NFL has done a really, really good job of staying relevant even when they're not playing any games. And a big part of that is the offseason, draft, trades, free agents, and, of course, the players getting resigned as well. And normally how this plays out is when players start getting paid, you know, a lot of people actually do like seeing players, their favorite players or the top players make a lot of money. We kind of want it, we're interested in seeing, oh, what's the guaranteed or how, how high can they go? And a lot of times we'll discuss a little bit about some of the contract and how much money they can make, and we move on. Well, there was actually a bit of controversy, as Terrell had mentioned, this offseason when it came to one Mr. Kyle Murray's contract. And the controversy was not with the large amount of money. It was not with the large amount of the guarantee. It was with a specific clause added to the contract that was discovered after the signing. Now, the clause in the contract states that uh, if he does not conduct uh, four hours of independent study per week, he could have to forfeit some of the money that he is owed in the contract. And while this, why this is so strange and why we're talking about it for today is that you can go on quite a few of the people on the sports shows were saying that they talked to agents and they had never before seen anything like this in any player's contract. And you can say what you want about Kyler Murray in terms of how he plays and such, but if you follow football for a while, we've seen some crazy stuff happen in terms of players, you know, maybe being bust, not living up to the potential, being overpaid, things of that nature, or there may be risk on and off the field. Through all that, this has never been either thought up or actually – successfully put into a contract so there are a lot of ramifications from it in terms of you know well why is it in there you know is it 
just for safekeeping because of a large amount of money? Is it something about Kyler Murray himself? Um, does this maybe explain why he kind of just fades off as the season goes on? Is there a bigger ramification in terms of is this kind of setting back black quarterbacks as a whole? So there's a lot of stuff in there that was going on. And then, you know, really not much answers from either either side. Nothing from Kyler Murray and nothing much from the team either. So we're kind of left here to speculate of, you know, what does this really mean for him and the team? And really what's the relationship like as well? Because it was in there for a reason. And how did he really feel about that, especially since now it's kind of blown up and it's been the talk of the town yeah, so for quite a while? Giving us the old what for there. Um, I, I do take exception to some of your facts there, Daniel. One fact in particular that we didn't hear from either side. Uh, we did hear from Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray said, and I quote, y'all some hoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how, how dare you wave your comb mm, at me? That's not what I meant by that. So <laughs> what I meant by <laughs> How dare you wave that comb at me? Be, you can at least wave an afro Because technically – because technically, both sides talked to the talked to oh, the media, okay. I, so both sides did give some statements out, but no one oh, actually okay. said right. this is why it was in there or this is what it's for. They were just like, "Hey, y'all okay. blown okay. out of proportion." Okay. Moving on, it's like, "Okay, well, okay. yeah, right. what, 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 what is it? Why is it there?" Made, and they're like, "Hey, I thought you don't worry about that." Spoke on the issue. Y'all okay. blown out of proportion. I'm, I'm sorry. I, but I, it gave me an opportunity to get my joke off, which is that Kyle Murray got in front of the media and. It's, <laughs> He did say y'all spoke, but, right. but did it really he, say? I mean, he didn't say it verbatim, but that's what he intimated. intimated. <laughs> he yes. intimated if if you think uh, yeah, didn't intimate that. Yeah. this is what he actually said. He said if you think I can get out on this here football field and do what I do to some of these athletes without <laughs> extensive film study, y'all some hoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, like, like, I mean, he had a great point. <laughs> like, bro, I'm like, so five we're gonna. We'll get to the um, we'll get to some of his counterpoints and we'll get through the what Daniel's already ter- basically termed lackluster statements uh, later. But we're going to break this down point by point, and we're going to start at the very beginning, which is where I always start. Daniel, think, I think Daniel knows where I'm going. This now, imagine she's black. <laughs> Would <laughs> the now imagine she's black portion of the of the discussion will begin post haste? Can we imagine? Thomas Brady, Arnold Rogers. I had to add his name is Aaron, so I had to add some bullshit because I can't call him like Tom goes by. Tom. Nah, imagine she's wild. Anyway, point being, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, Tom, Tom Brady. I, I'm just. I had a lot of sugar. Look, look. I had a lot of sugar before this. Aaron so Arnold. Daniel, so I, 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 if you can't, if, if you can't tell already, I'm a That's no excuse. Point being, wonderful. <laughs> Can we envision an organization doing this um, to a to any other to a a white quarterback? Um, could we imagine them doing what they did to Kyler Murray to a white quarterback? Maybe Terrell. Since, Terrell, since you seem to be the least in favor of Kyler Murray in this situation, uh, may, I'm gonna let you. Maybe, start. maybe Jay Cutler. Maybe Jay Cutler. He's I I, I got to go back to Jay Cutler because right now. I don't see a white quarterback anywhere in the league that's going to have a stipulation like that. And they, Jay Cutler might be the only dude I could think of, the only white dude I could think of, because Jay was always on Jay Cutler's ass. Because Jay Cutler, for me, if you take the memes with him with the cigarette in his mouth on the field, like, like it, it's Jay Cutler just had this vibe about him. He might be the only dude I can see with that kind of, only white guy I can see with that kind of stipulation in this contract, just because he was kind of, 
thought of as this guy that was just out there like, I'm going to just go out here and sling it and fuck everything else. Like, he, he had that vibe about him. Outside of that, though, if we're just speaking in the context of right now, hell no. Ain't never going to see nothing like that with Tom. Matter of fact, you might you got a better chance of seeing a stipulation in Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers' contract that says they get more money if they study less film. Like, I legit, no, seriously. Like, I'm joking. I'm, get, I'm getting a joke off here. But at the same time, if you look at the track record between those, just those two dudes, I'm not going to go, we're not going to look at the Peyton Manning and anybody else because we know his work ethic. And it's not that those guys don't have great work ethics, but there's this thing where it's like they're, they're it's almost like they're coach proof. Those two particular guys, it's almost like they're coach proof. It's like, I'm going to be here. It, they're the only two guys I can think of that can walk in the door and it doesn't matter who the coach is. And it's funny. I say that's with Brady because he was with Belichick all those years, but it's like, I'm going to be here. So whatever you got to do as a coach, whoever you got to bring in to do whatever you got to do, holler at me right quick and let me know what's going on. And we're going to keep it moving. We saw it on the bad end with Aaron Rodgers because he was like, y'all ain't tell me nothing. And y'all didn't, y'all didn't came out here and drafted this dude, this love kid. And he ain't never seen the field if I could do anything about it. And then Brady was just kind of like, all right, oh, y'all think that this is all because of Belichick? Watch this. Watch me go over here to Tampa and watch me bust y'all ass. And that's exactly what he did. So I could see those two guys maybe getting more money to not study film and not come to practice and just chill at the house with they with they find wives and probably not miss a dime at all. Meanwhile, a guy like Kyler Murray, a guy like Lamar Jackson, to a lesser extent, maybe um, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson, I can totally, it would not surprise me after seeing what what's happened here with uh, Kyler Murray, it would not surprise me if I saw a Lamar Jackson or somebody else like that have some kind of stipulation like that in their contract. I'm wondering if maybe Deshaun Watson might have something similar and who knows, it may just be getting overshadowed by all this other nonsense he's got going on with him. And then, of course, we know Lamar Jackson is kind of working his situation right now. But, um, you know, no, I don't see that happening with a white quarterback, to, to be long-winded about it. Currently, Lamar Jackson is like, you can't pay me enough to sign on the dotted line. That's what's currently going on with Lamar Jackson. Apparently. It's a little weird. But, but um, anyway, Daniel, go mm-hmm. ahead and get your, your... – <laughs> know, your, know your worth, King. Hey, ain't weird, man. Know hey, your he, worth, he, man. He, he saw the Get Kyler Murray contract. He saw now, the Deshaun Watson contract. Hmm. He's like he went into management. He's like the price has gone up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like no, word up. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying, pray does not go up. We again. got one guy that, that unfortunately managed to ding, 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 come up short in the playoffs in a major way. Oh, yeah. I decided to I leave to, that I joke. I had to get it all. I had to get it going. I, I, I decided uh, to leave that joke in pre-production, but but Terrell would wield it into the show. So there you go. We got another one that you know apparently did not come up short <laughs> in some other areas where he probably should have, and they both got two hundred thirty oh. million dollars. So right. my point I is, I can't edit. I can't edit the show anymore. I can't edit the oh, show you, anymore. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to chill out. What I do? You know what you did, Daniel? Please I, save us. Save I don't us. Know what y'all talking about? All I'm saying is, is that Lamar Jackson probably gonna get more money than both of them because their shortcomings are well known. Most likely, I think. So. I, 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 I. <laughs> Anyways, going back to the question, <laughs> I actually can see um, this happening to a white quarterback. Um, but I think the, for us to kind of envision this happening, especially since, since teams now this is, you know, the president has been set, is that you can't compare Kyler Murray to 
Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady and anything like that because he actually hasn't done what they've done in terms of the success of going deep into playoffs, winning a championship, MVP, things of that nature. So he isn't there yet. So that's why they kind of get carte blanche in terms of, bro, what do you want in your contract? We'll give you whatever you want. You know, we'll pay you extra for, like Terrell saying, not studying or something like that. Um, so for him, he's is pretty unique because he actually has been, you know, very successful, even though he hasn't gone all the way to the playoffs, but he has, you know, put up the big numbers and stuff. He's already a star in the league. And if it's true what they are intimating in terms of this clause where he actually hasn't been fully, you know, studying all that kind of stuff too, then that's why it makes him so unique. But to me, I'm thinking a lot of these quarterbacks that actually could use this type of clause, a lot of times they, they don't do well enough to warrant the large contract he even put it in there to me. Like, for example, someone who, who this would be perfect for mm. in the past would have been Johnny Manziel because he was on record after his career was mm-hmm. over that, hey, yeah, I didn't study anything at all. I mean, I was kind of out there just balling and partying and trying to play and whatever. If he hadn't flamed out so spectacularly in the league and maybe made it to a second contract or something, then mm-hmm. I could see them trying to do something like this for him as well because it's like, okay, well, you've done enough to at least stay in the league and show that you have the talent to play in the league. But, bro, the way you acting right now, it's not going to be sustainable long-term. What I think is the same thing that they're doing for Kyler, again, if it's is true, to be like, you have so much natural ability, and I'm sure you do do some studying as well, maybe when you're actually here in the facility, but to get to that next level, the upper echelon to the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, we need a little bit more from you for that. So in that sense, I could still see this happening to, you know, more than just black quarterbacks. But again, it's just so rare that you see someone who potentially doesn't kind of, you know, do above and beyond and still has success so early on that that's why I don't think you really don't see it too much. But again, it's been set now. They know it's out there. So I'm not going to be surprised if next year and years after we see a few more things like this pop up to be like, oh, we can have them do stuff like this for their money. Yeah, I'll go ahead and pay maybe a little bit extra than I, than I should, knowing I can put extra clauses in to kind of hopefully help yeah, us you know, out I, long I actually think that, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, real it's, quick. It's no, tough. seriously. I have a, it's more of a question for me. I kind of wonder if they had to have seen something or not seen something that they that they thought they should be seeing out of him to put that in there. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I do on a serious note. I really do think they had to have seen something. You just don't come up with something like that off the top of your head. Uh, that that's putting far too much faith in an NFL organization <laughs> <laughs> and, and the way that they they do business. There, there, there are there are there are some rumors going around uh, about what how well, why this came about. There are some rumors now. Again, we'll get into it in a second. Rumors. But I, I do want to talk. I do want to answer the question that I posed to y'all because I do think this is okay. a layered discussion, as, as most race issues can be. I'm not. I'm not I don't want to act like this is a pure race issue. I did want to bring that up early to get through the topic. But I think there's a lot of things at play here. I actually, uh, I actually do think this is a bit of a microaggression. I'll explain why later um at the end of my point but i also think there's football in the football stuff in here where it's like the leader of the team has to be the leader of the team so if he's not studying he's not rising all the boats and the boats aren't rising with him and so it's keeping our team down look at what tom brady's doing over here and he's willing the organization never mind that he has all the talent in the league and that his defense was like one of the best defenses well anyway we're, that's another t- story for another day i'm not going to denigrate tom brady he is a tremendous studier of film and he does he does bring us yeah, 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 and he does bring a ton, of, a lot of, bring a ton too, of professionalism though, to the organization. That's that's indisputable. That's not that's not hyperbole to say that. I do think that Tom Brady, even a paid Manning, kind of get overindulged in oh, film study guy who's 
lifting all these boats and stuff, but th- it's definitely true as well. It's a, it's a bit of both. I think so. I think there's the footbally nature in there. Um, I think there's a little bit of a uh, little Gen Z hate. That man's on the TikTok too much. This, this new Vangle generation, they're on the TikTok too much, and they're playing. They're on Twitch. He's always on Twitch. I can see him. He's logged on to Twitch. Hey. And so I think there's a little bit of Gen Z hate l- l- lumped into this, which has nothing C. to do with C. Shannon being... Sharp on that one. Go ahead and see C. Shannon Sharp on that message because he <laughs> – I don't know if you heard what he said, but he was talking about how well, when I was playing, I used to see quarterbacks go home with laundry bags full of tapes. As soon as he said that, I was like, bro, if you don't sit your ass down, yeah, I saw that. ain't nobody, if you, you go home with a tablet, bro, like, I'm, I'm, old, I'm old, I know that. Come on, man. But I'm sorry. It's a lot of old heads that's out here talking about these dudes need to be spending yeah, long, six long. hours every yeah. night after practice looking at tape. <laughs> And so, uh, I, I, so I think there's a little bit of that, but I also, and feel free to disagree with me. I do think there's a bit of a microaggression in here and I, I see it from some of the similar standpoint as Daniel sees it. So I'm interested to see what he thinks of this take. I think in some ways it's, it's a charitable stereotype of the microaggression, but also a little bit of a disservice to Kyler Murray and the microaggression in that there are plenty of players who have been semi-successful, who have a ton of talent, who flame out in the playoffs like Kyler Murray has done. He is not the first player with tremendous talent to ever flame out in the playoffs. He is not the first dude coming up on his second contract to, you know, have a bad playoff performance before going on to his second contract. But what he is, is a, a rare talent and so in some ways, um, as Daniel was saying with the – when Daniel was saying is most dudes aren't good enough to make a team think, oh, we have to pay him, but then be like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't pay him. Like a Baker Mayfield. Mm. If, if the Browns said that Baker Mayfield was immature, so did they pay him? No. He did not get paid. He got traded instead. They said they needed an adult, and then they went and got the dude mm-hmm. who was being ringed up for 23 sexual assault charges. So that's what that should tell you all you need to know about what they think about Baker Mayfield. Also very talented. Also not – I mean, he doesn't have quite the skills right. that Kyler Murray has, but he is a former Heisman Trophy winner, a former number one all overall pick from the same dude, Lincoln Riley Tree. He has a ton of talent as well. When they were on the fence about him, they said, should we pay him? Absolutely fucking not. And they shipped him out of town. With Kyler Murray, they're like, huh, should we pay him? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. but we're scared. Right. And so in some ways, I think the microaggression works in Kyler Murray's favor. It's like, he's got so much talent. Mm-hmm. He's got so much talent. If we could just get him to study more, if we could just get him to do more film, he's got so much talent, so we're going to pay him. But then we're going to disrespect him in, in a way that no quarterback has ever been disrespected in this league by putting an explicit cause. We're not, cause this could easily be a meeting. <laughs> they're not going to enforce the clause in this contract. If he didn't study four hours of film, they're not going to avoid the contract. Right, right. They're not going to actually do that. So this is – bro, you think they'd – you think if we, you, bro? You, yeah, I don't think – because he's – Again, he's so he's so if he yeah. you know if he breaks his if, ankle and he's of no more use to them, right. yeah, the would they try to yes. get rid of it? But I'm saying right. if he truly only if the only problem with Kyler Murray is he continues to not study film right. as is being suggested by this clause, would they void the contract purely on that reason alone? I no, they're not going to enforce that clause in that contract. If he's if he's if he's clashing with the front office and the coaching staff, and they're like, "Yo, mm-hmm. we keep flaming out at the end of the year every single season." Are you doing enough to get us there? Because you 
don't seem to be studying enough, then yeah, I can see him saying, all right, we're ready to wash our hands and try a different quarterback. We're going to void the last two years on your contract because I, well, X, Y, and Z is I, in there. I can see that I, happening. I don't think, okay, I'm living yeah, in a world really bad, but could not nearly be that bad without an injury. Um, could he continue to flame out and playoff performances and get and the whole thing is put on his shoulders because he's a quarterback, sure. But can he be bad enough to where they would willingly want to enforce this co- this clause in the contract? That I don't believe. But uh, yeah, it, the, the NFL is a petty business, so yes, yeah. there is a scenario that could play out that would void the contract. But I'm I'm not. That's like the darkest timeline in my yeah, opinion. Especially that's like in a, a timeline situation. that probably doesn't exist. But yeah. my point my point being is that this is mostly a cosmetic portion of the contract, which is why they were so willing to immediately to about it out, face yeah. on it because they didn't, act- they didn't actually care about it. They just wanted to send a message to their player. That message was very disrespectful, whether you agree with it or not. It was disrespectful in a way that yeah. has not been disrespectful before. And I think that is in some part because they think he's so talented that it's like worth having him under contract. But he's also like, well, surely since we lost and he looked bad, it must all be his fault and he must not be studying enough. <laughs> I don't think that most quarterbacks, they, I don't think the calculus would be that for most for most quarterbacks it's it's not it's it's not lost on me that the uh, there's a defensive coordinator who won't put his name on quotes who's out here saying Lamar Jackson's playing street ball mm. and Kyler Murray like this is how these dudes are viewed they're viewed yeah. as people yeah oh you're right Pat if you take away Pat yeah. Mahomes first read what has he done and it's like win the fucking Super Bowl and, and like and MVP I don't, showed, I don't know no, but wait, thought, somebody showed a graphic <laughs> And the graphic showed that he that after yeah, his like, read, hmm. he was number one in like eight categories. So it was like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> like, shut up, man. So, so in, in closing, <laughs> in, while I think it's a little bit of the football-y leader stuff, which, you know, valid or not, valid or invalid or whatever you think, that's how it goes for quarterbacks. That comes with the job. I do think it's a little bit of the Gen, X, Gen Z thing, but I do think their perception is colored by the fact that he is a black quarterback with a ton of talent. Um, and so they they feel like they need to regulate that and make sure he's not on the TikTok and he's being leader guy because other in other situations, I truly believe this would be handled a very different way. And you can tell that they weren't very strong in their convictions because they did end up removing out, the clause in the contract. Um, so any, any, any additional thoughts on that portion disagreements with what I said, mm-hmm. I said a lot there. So, you know, the floor is yours again, gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, to, for me, in terms so of them removing it, that's kind of just, I think, the prep from outside pressure. Um, we're seeing some of that with, uh, you know, with the Sean Watson type of thing. We'll get into that a little bit later on, you know, another episode. But outside pressure is a real thing, especially and when you're a, a business, a public business, a billion-dollar business. So I think, to me, that's the reason why they decided to actually remove the clause. Now, a reason why I think it's not just them doing a microaggression or kind of being petty or, or whatever is because if this was so disrespectful yeah. – why do you allow it to be in this contract? Yeah. Why do you let it go That's through? The last he had, he had to sign off on it. So if he signed off on right. it, then apparently he either his agent didn't assume it was it was going to be a big deal. He didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Or mm-hmm. you can also be like, oh well, yeah, maybe I haven't been yeah. doing X, Y, and Z, but I'm planning on changing that. So yeah, put it in there. Cool, we're good to go. We had a right. bit of friction early on with me kind of you know holding out and scrubbing my social media. So this is a way to kind of you know come together. We're in agreement on this. Let's go forward with it. And then it blew up on everybody's face. So to me, I can't get mm-hmm. on the organization if he allows it to come out that way because I'm not going to assume that no one has ever tried this. They were never successful to actually get it into a contract. And it, and teams try all the time to get kind of crazy stuff in contracts all the time. 
but that's the part of negotiations. Like, okay, I read this and this. No, I don't like that. Take it back, remove that, and then I'll read it again. We're good to go. Sign off, and then go ahead and put that out to, to, to the public. So the fact that he let it come out like that and how it read and the intention behind it, that's what I'm saying. If it wasn't that big of a deal or that disrespectful, then somebody on either side, either Kyler or the team, should be like, this is what the intention for it. This is why it's not a big deal why we can remove it. Right. He didn't do that. And they didn't do that, yeah. which means that it probably was something that was serious that was also kind of embarrassing that he still just ate that because, you know, either he's like, yeah, I'm just going to own it or I just want that money mm-hmm. or something. Something had to go on for him to allow it to come out. But no one has spoken about At that. All. But that yeah, can't be. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, well, that, that, Daniel has decided he wants to host the show and has transitioned us into the next question, which is, <laughs> which is, are you salty on Kyler Murray's behalf when he is the one who signed the contract? And so – I, I actually I, I agree, uh, D, in terms of while I, I do think the clause is disrespectful, whether he ate the disrespect or not, and for what reasons he ate the disrespect, it is a disrespectful clause. It's just a disrespectful clause he chose to sign, which is his right. right. And I can – yeah. Says, and says, the one who says has to you, the though. And I, says that's you. My, that's my point, though. That's my point, though, D. I'm not – I think right. I think most of this is funny, and I do think there's a – I was trying to explain how the clause would be brought up in the first place. I'm not trying to – I'm not trying to say the organization, the organization is so clown show because they put the clause in the con- – they put – I'm not trying to be aggrieved on Kyler Murray's behalf. That is not my intention. I was just merely saying I think this is some of the – why this clause is in there in the first place, and I do think it's disrespectful personally, but I also – don't care because he signed the contract and either that means he didn't know it was in the, that means either yeah. his agent did their job poorly because they didn't know the clause was in the contract, which I could also believe because ask Freddie Freeman about bad agenting in this world <laughs> um, and what bad agenting can do for you. So I could totally believe the agent didn't do his due diligence and inform Kyler Murray that this was in the contract or um, because someone leaked this, right? And yeah. who, who has the most, yeah. That's Who all has the most out incentive of to leak this? I would feel it would be the agent. So that the agent would be really? disrespect, would feel disrespected. Mm-hmm. I would think the, the team would want to keep it under wraps oh, because well, I would think yeah, the team would have yeah. to force, no. force to think that this would yeah. be a bad look. For okay. The yeah, bad, that makes sense. This is, like, look what they made so, my client sign. But, like, look but, at this. But you know, with, 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 like the, with like the, but you know, like with that, like the Adam Shutters of the world, sure. though. Sure. This stuff is like big business getting that details but, out there. So at some point it's going to get out because someone on Kyler's team, the Cardinals team, or in the NFLPA or in the NFL office, somebody's going to leak at some point in time. It always happens. So I don't think it's, I, I, it's an intentional thing. I, it's just it, that it's just part of the business of the NFL. I, is like the details have to come it, out. Eventually the contract becomes public knowledge out. and everyone would have known about this. But in my opinion, this leaked before that was able to occur. Uh. Um, just based on the timing of when he signed the contract, how fast this information came out, I believe someone leaked it. But that's just my opinion. I don't have I can't I, I don't have that as a fact. I just know how long it takes for those details to normally come out. This was before that process, in my opinion, um, that's just from covering the leak. Now, that doesn't make that a fact. That doesn't mean that it didn't leak because someone else got a hold of it. Um, maybe if we maybe if I go back to the Twitter, I'll figure out that that actually you would be able to tell based on who leaked it first and who had that source and whatnot. But um, that could I could need more research on that. But in my opinion, from what I know now, I do think that this was leaked. And I think the most likely culprit is the agent because they were a little salty because they probably thought Kyler would veto this out of the contract. And Kyler didn't tell us like 200 and some odd million dollars. Where do I sign, baby? But to to, to, to Daniel's (laughs) point, if you're willing to, 
to sign the dotted line for that much money, yeah. I'm not going to criticize you for that, and I'm not going to criticize them for putting it in there because you signed it. It's the only. It's only a bad move if they, if you then request a trade because they put it in there. That's the only re- way I would be like, oh, this blew up in your face. Um, Terrell, I've talked a lot. What do you have no, to no, say I, on the Kyler Murray and signing the contract portion of this? Yeah, pretty straightforward for me. Um, it's obvious that there were multiple conversations probably during the course of last season that were had between he and the team, Kyler Murray and the team, um, in regards to his, his habits when it came to preparing. Um, it, it, and the reason it's obvious to me is because of what I said in my first take or what I read in my first take, which was that line that was very specific about playing video games, watching TV, surfing the internet. Like, you, it, it, it's, it's not just the... It would have been very simple for them to put one extra sentence in there that just simply said, you have to you have to have four hours of independent study outside of the practice facility or something like that. They could have just left it at that. It was in parentheses and it was very specific that it doesn't count when you're doing these things. So to me, I keep going back to the fact that there were specific conversations that had to be had about this. He knew about it. I think that's why he signed it and it didn't jump out to him. I think that's also why we joked earlier about him saying y'all some hoes. I think that's probably why he came off that way is because it was like, in his mind, it probably wasn't a big deal. It's like, you know what? We've had conversations about this. And again, this is speculation. We've had conversations about this. The team and I, the coaches and I, they feel like I need to do a little extra study here and there. Okay, great, fine. You know what? It's, it, it equates to about 40 minutes a day, no big deal. Um, and when it came out, I think, you know, and I'm, and I'm guilty of this. When it came out, you read it and you see the way it leaks out and the way it comes out, whether it's his agent, whether it's the team, whoever it is, you see the way it comes out. And it did. It came out in a way. It's funny because, Derek, you were saying, like, if it, let's say it was his agent. It, it, it was, he was probably salty. Whoever leaked it was salty about something because of the way the narrative was behind it when it came out. And I highly doubt that if Kyler Murray felt this way about this stipulation, he probably would have came out with it himself. Or he probably would have at least, you know, just like all the, you know, all the passive aggressive stuff and all these little, you know, innuendos and stuff that these guys come out with. And we see a lot of players do it. When they have an issue with something, whether it's a new contract, an old contract, a re-up, whatever it is, they usually let on that they're a little bit annoyed with some particular aspect of it or that they feel like they should be getting this or not have that. And so he never gave that impression. He's always acted like it wasn't that big of a deal. And I feel like he was sincere in that. Um, But again, he knew it was in there. I don't think it was something he signed it and just, you know, by the way, um, and I'm pretty sure this is – from conversations that were had between him and the team throughout the season. I'm, I'm sure of it. I mean, that's, that's just how it looks to me. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't make sense to me for really either side to leak it because, you know, when you signed up, you signed for mm-hmm. the long term. So hopefully, you know, mend the relationship and you can be working together for quite a while. So if you're the agent and you leak it, then basically you're saying that, hey, we negotiated this deal, but I let this go through because they forced it through. So it's like, okay, that's on the agent. If you're the team, then basically you're saying like, yeah, we signed all this money, but oh, we, we have him now because he has to study four hours every week. And it's like, like everybody was saying, it's like, so he's not studying enough and you paid him all this money. 
Like, I don't know why anybody would want this to actually get mm -hmm. out, but of course it will get out eventually because it's in the contract. So to me, it doesn't make any sense for someone to actually leak it ahead of time. It was just a natural course of, you know, whenever it comes out and someone gets a hold of it and because it has to get approved by a few different entities through the NFL. Uh, so that's why to me it isn't – I don't really understand the whole thing of someone's trying to get on over on somebody. Now, in terms of the clause itself, I think a lot's being said. We said earlier about, oh, well, maybe the team's overreacting. No, wait. It, you're not, like not going to do this again really and go into my you know, third question. I have to stop you. I have to stop you because I have a – because uh, I have a, but I have you, one more you thing. You mentioned to ask. that, though. I have one more thing to ask you. I'm going back to what you said. So I, did you <laughs> lead into your I own topic? Did not. And I don't, don't know. I have no clue what you're talking let about. The, let this man cook. Uh -oh. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wow, we're losing to Riley. No, 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 we're not. Go ahead, my dog had surgery today, uh, man, so she had to get a bunch of teeth pulled. She's 15, dog. She's like really old, so I'm just checking her to make sure she's all right. She over here making funny faces. All right, we good. Pussy. <laughs> oh, Bessie. But well, I, I, but I did, do you want I did go want D? to say, what about this scenario, D? And, and again, this is why I don't view Kyler Murray as some tortured, aggrieved figure, I, even though I do think the clause is a little disrespectful, because he absolutely has the majority of the leverage in this situation. If he didn't want that in his contract, he that would not have been in his contract. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is we just made we just made fun of it. Lamar Jackson literally won't sit down and negotiate with the Baltimore Ravens because he knows he has all the leverage and he's waiting. And Kyler Murray can do the exact same thing. Um, so if he didn't want it in his contract, it wouldn't be in his contract. It'd be as simple as that. Mm -hmm. it, it's as simple as that. He has all the power in, the, in these negotiations because he is the quarterback. He is the number one overall draft pick. They already traded one number one over draft pick to draft him. He has a He's a really good player. He had a yeah. tremendous amount of leverage in this situation. So if he didn't want it in his contract, it wouldn't be in his contract. But I, I would say this, D. Could you, could you see a world? Because, again, we're on different sides in terms of in world. Th could this have been leaked? Th did this not be leaked? In a world. Where could you see a possibility where Kyler's like, I don't quite care enough about this to make a stink of it because I know what y'all are thinking. We've had these discussions. I don't care enough to necessarily remove it from the contract, but I do kind of care. So I want, I'm going to, I'm going to leak uh, me and my agent are going to leak it because we fucking hate y'all and we want y'all to look like some fools. We going to put this <laughs> do you, out. Do you, do you not see? Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying. I'm I, could, just saying. I could see that happening in, in the day of social media. A, I could definitely see that happening. It's a LeBron James route, man. I'm yes, not going to actually address this aggressively. I'm going to passive aggressively make yes. you pay through, through social media yeah. and, uh, and then I'm gonna be like, well, I don't know why they made a big deal about this, but yeah. so that's that's more what I think of happened here in this situation, D. So at least I'm glad you can at least see see where I'm coming from on that one because uh, okay. I, I absolutely believe he's like, <laughs> it's like hella petty and stuff, it's and like, self destructive. It's like, but yes, it's like I what I see it's people like doing. I, I played doing the other that. day um, from The Departed. That's not quite something you can't put in my contract, but it's almost something you can't put in my contract. So I'm gonna make a fucking ruling. I'm gonna you go to the do this to me. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm not. Yeah, that's a lot that's, of M's. Like we were saying the other day on Trey Fogel's podcast and grill, there's too much damn money to turn down, homie. I'm gonna have to sign on this here dotted line real quick. Um, so D, I'm sorry, I I, uh, I had to get my shenanigans out. So go back into your wonderful, wonderful transition using my illustrious words from earlier <laughs> to get us to the next point. <laughs> oh no, you, you good, man. You good, man. But no, I I do want to talk a little bit more like what you're saying of you know. The why, like, you know, what is it? Is it kind of just a team, you know, just panicking to be like, oh, well, we have a up and coming star. 
but he's young and he's one of these new age the kids we don't really understand and we used to the, exactly we used to the Tom Brady's and Aaron Rodgers were kind of just being here in the in the stadium all the time just watching film for hours into the night to midnight to 5 a.m in the morning type of thing when Kyler wants to actually go home and be around his family and friends and maybe he actually can study pretty quickly and be and still have time to game and still study and still like actually have like a balanced life he's ruining his marriage for he us maybe why would that, you but. do the same Kyler <laughs> yeah. like we had Kurt Warner we know what he did and you're not Kurt Warner why are you not this old white man? I don't understand. I could, I could. That, okay, yes, Bro, I could see that happening. Them freaking out. But based on, well, yeah, but then they'd eventually trade him. That, that for, is true for future prospects to the Yankees. Uh, because anyway, so, I, <laughs> but, but I don't know. They absolutely not. Derek, the Yankees don't have Major League Baseball. That's the, like the, a middle league contract. The A's will pay them. The A's won't pay their entire roster combined $213 million. And, and that is a factual statement. That's not even hyperbole. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it's not. So, yeah, he, he can true. go play baseball, but he'll have to wait a little bit for the A's yeah. to decide that they want to trade yeah. him to someone that will actually pay him. Um, but anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, now, you know, for the NFL, though, they're really big on, you know, using technology to kind of learn just everything about their players to try to get the edge and stuff and, you know, Honestly, to kind of just kind of spy on them at all times and stalk them, I think, as well. So the rumor out there is that, like you were saying, Terrell, using the iPad or the tablet to actually study and stuff, that you can track and monitor to kind of see, you know, since you have it and you have it open and you're playing whatever, are you moving the iPad, you know, flipping through certain things in the iPad or in the tablet and such? So, what you know, what's going on while you are actually are supposedly studying on this? And the rumor out there is that they tracked his stuff and they kind of saw that, oh, well, you know, he would play the video or something like that and basically set it down and it would move from there for the four or whatever hours it is for the, the, the film and such. So for there, I guess at some point in time, somebody figured out that he might have been gaming or something. So the rumor is that, yes, in fact, he when he should be studying, yeah. he turns on the stuff and plays it, puts it down and maybe doing other stuff during that time. Now, does that mean that he's not monitoring it or whatever? I don't know. But they said that could yeah. be the reason why they actually felt, you know, yeah. emboldened to actually feel the need to put it in there because they had some stuff that they were tracking saying that, oh, based on what we're seeing, it doesn't really see, seem that you actually are actively learning or actually well, into he's a big the material when guy. you actually are supposed so to be doing it. I'm thinking this is linked to, obviously, when you're playing live, which is apparently, from what I've been reading, is a big thing for him. He loves playing Call of Duty live. He goes on there to, you know, they have days where you get double experience points. There's like this whole process with it that hasn't really changed much since I played it some seven, eight years ago. But they're able to see how, when he's online. And usually it has to do with fellow team, you know, his teammates, uh, people that are mm -hmm. online with him. They were able to see when he was online versus when he was actually looking at this, you know, film that or, you know, the, the recordings of, of whatever he was supposed to be looking at. And apparently they were noticing that he was doing both at the same time. Like they could see he was live, but then also when they would look at the tablet or whatever, they could see, okay, you supposedly was watching this at this time, but you was also online. So we know you're not really doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's what, that's what I have, I had been hearing and that's what I've been reading. And that's kind of what supposedly the basis of this whole thing was, was that he was spending more time playing video games than he was actually studying. And in, in many cases, he was supposedly doing both at the same time, which they felt was impossible for him to be effectively well, it's fun. 
What's funny is I additionally heard something about why they put this into his contract, and what I heard is not. But what I rumor has it, uh, rumor the owner, has it. Um, I believe the Arizona Cardinals owner is a relatively newer owner in in in, in the league, and this is one of his first big contracts. Mm. Apparently, he's a former attorney litigation guy, oh. and so he was like, "I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna give up this amount of money. We are gonna have so many protections in this fucking contract, y'all." So apparently, he got a little over litigious mm. with his uh, document making okay. that was the that was what i that was what i heard so it sounds like it probably is a mix of all three of these things yeah <laughs> it's I like mean... hey, we've got wind that kyla murray is on the twitch <laughs> let us let us use our attorney owner to i heard he was taking a contract his he was taking his talk so let's get into some uh, let's get into some of the reaction to this because I, <laughs> I found some of the reactions to this um interesting Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, I want to start with a little bit of the the teammates' reaction because you know teammates gonna do what teammates do. I found it hilarious that Zach Ertz came out immediately and was like, "He he taught he taught me the playbook. I, I I got traded here last year. He he the one who taught me everything about the playbook." <laughs> it's like slowly but surely teammates come out and start defending Kyler Murray, and then you start wondering, well, why was this ever in the why, why did we ever go down this road in the first place? Because apparently Kyler Murray knows the playbook. He's the one who knows the offense the best on the team, which is not surprising. He's a quarterback. I mean, even if you even if you do think he needs to study more, mm-hmm. there's zero percent chance that he is not the person who knows the offense the best right. on the team as a quarterback. So, what did you guys feel about some of some of the teammates' mm-hmm. reaction? I, specifically, I hone in on that Ertz Ertz quote because it's just so funny to me when he was like yeah he he, he taught me to play book yeah. so i don't I, oh. <laughs> yeah well for me i was like i was like well, right. so, well so what bro everybody learns yeah. that like in training camp and stuff so he, he was there to learn it so of course he knows the playbook but yeah. usually the extra studying isn't to learn your own playbook from one week like to tendencies the next. and stuff about other teams and defenses and different coordinators and other players and everything too exactly so yeah, Zach, that you did nothing to thank help you out at all. Bite. You just kind of just <laughs> saying stuff to say it, but you didn't even think about what you're saying. It's like <laughs> you did sound like thank you. Exactly, yeah. it's like oh, you did what you're supposed to do as a team, and you checked it off, but you yeah. did nothing to help him out. Kyler's like, what the and, hell, and bro? Like <laughs> that's what you tell him. The playbook. <laughs> you think he called him up, D, and was like, "Oh, I told you to defend me, but bro, that what? What, yeah. what the playbook? Talk about t- yeah. talk about how I know." Yeah, like, bro, right. I the people like that say Matt didn't know my playbook. That don't mean shit. It don't mean nothing. Um, which is essentially what we're saying. Like, yeah, you you probably can know the playbook, but I think even having not played professional football before, I know that the playbook, or at least what part of it you're going to utilize, can change a little bit, bit from one week to the next if you're playing a different type of defense. If you're playing, um, you know, d- different defenders. Sometimes, sometimes literal players on another team make you have to change up something in the playbook so you can know the playbook and not prepare for the team coming up that particular that given week and that seems to be what the basis of this stipulation is is hey one from one week to the next we don't need you to put in an extra 30 40 minutes on you know which which i feel like is is reasonable when you consider that it's usually like a twist here or a, a throw in there because maybe this particular player makes it, may, you know, makes a particular part of our offense a, a, a little bit harder to to, to get into. Um, so I, it totally makes sense. And I keep harping on the 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 time frame when you stretch it out over the course of a week. If we're saying four hours a week, and that equates to somewhere in the range of about thirty to forty minutes a day, that 
tracks as it's not the playbook that's the problem. It's so-and-so is coming up. We need to be ready for Khalil Mack. Hey, guess what? Uh, you know, the 49ers, the 49ers are coming to town. Uh, and we got to be ready for that defense because that's a top three, top four, five, top five defense in the league. And they do this really, really well. So I think both things can be correct at the same time. Yeah, yeah, sure, he knows the playbook from training camp and all that stuff like that. But he ain't preparing for each individual team. He damn sure didn't look like he prepared for the Rams in the playoffs. I mean, that shit was crazy. He looked like he just rolled out of bed that morning and walked in, and they was like, hey, bro, we don't need like five plays. The rest of it, you just figure it out. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean Aaron Donald has a way of playing, making though, dudes bro. look like they ain't studying the Okay, which is my point. You have a whole defense full of these guys you're going against, and you know what they can do because you played them twice already during the season, and – it's playoff time, and everybody knows the game grinds down, and it's like, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, honestly, that's honestly probably worse for Kyler that they played two times in the regular season because now they've seen you twice. They're a really good defense. Especially, there's, yeah. probably nothing you're gonna, yeah. you're, there's probably nothing you're going right. to throw at them that they're going to be like, oh, no, Kyler's doing this now. Right. So that's actually probably worse for him in terms of making him look like the fool. <laughs> but um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, boo-boo um, the fool, as my mom would say. But I mean, I guess I guess to to their point though, at that point, right. that's when you start making that's adjustments yeah. to what you did before, yeah. based off of I mean. your film study and all that jazz. So, so, like, he, you know. so here's what actually happened, guys. They tried to make the adjustments to the adjustments, and they short circuited Kyler Murray's brain. Did you say short circuited? No. Did you say short circuited? No, no, you two. No, I, I you on this too, man. Completely different joke, and Terrell turned it into a short joke because he's juvenile like that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> look at him! Look at him! Look at him as he cheeses into the camera. Look at me, I'm twelve. Watch, watch, stroking his beard. <laughs> being around, being around his children in Hawaii for those weeks has turned him into a child, apparently. Man, <laughs> look. If you get one time to go, go. I'm telling y'all. I tell y'all every time I come back. So what do we? So what do we think about Kyler Murray slash the media's reaction to to this? Because you know Kyler Murray came out pretty strongly and was like, "Yo, if y'all think I could do this without any kind of film study, y'all are crazy. There's, it's disrespectful to the to my peers to think that I could do this without any kind of study, and it's disrespectful to um." <clears throat> it's disrespectful. Well, actually, he he said it wasn't disrespectful to him. He said, "Man, y'all must think I'm a god." <laughs> so thank you for the compliment. Yeah. But as far as talking about mm-hmm. my peers, this is very disrespectful. What y'all are out here is saying? Do you think the media overreacted to the Claus and Kyler Murray's contract? And do you, and on that token, do you think Kyler Murray's criticism and the lob he lobbed back, essentially at the media, was valid or invalid? Uh, go ahead, D, and start us off. I don't know why I said it that way. So, had this been the regular season or playoffs, I would say yes, definitely overreaction. But the fact that it's the off season, there's nothing to talk about. Then no, of course it's going to be what people talk about permanent for a few days, you know, because it's interesting, something you've never seen before. So, for the media, I don't think they did anything extra than what they normally do. Um, I think Kyler didn't do himself any favors the way he went about it. Cause he seemed to be more attacking the media and such. And really, the main thing was like, bro, we just really want to know what this is and why it's in here. 
And what you're saying is, oh, well, I'm very talented and I do study and all this. And it's like, oh, cool. Well, we kind of assumed that you did something because we didn't think you were out there just kind of, you know, just freelancing it and you're still a star and making $200 million. But this seems to say something different. So why is it in there? He never really addressed that. So it seems like he's really upset. But then that kind of adds to people saying like, oh, he may be kind of in his feelings or embarrassed or whatever because it's in here and there may be some truth to it. A lot of times when people kind of come out there and kind of, you know, get really aggressive, it's like, oh, well, they may be kind of trying to hide something. And that's kind of how it came across to me. It's like, okay, well, he seems to be defending it so extra um, from what he was saying that there probably was something that was going on and the reason why it's in there. So, again, I I don't know if that was just him kind of being emotional and just going out to it or that was kind of strategized for him and his agent or his team or something like that. But I think they kind of dropped the ball in terms of how he went about it. I mean, I would have been like, yeah, you know, I definitely study. I do my first share of studying. Um, I had to coming out here. Um, I could see why this is kind of strange, but, you know, it was something in there they want to be to ensure that, you know, I'd hit that next level. And, you know, I'm all for that as well. If they can put 20 hours in there, I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'm going to do it no matter what because I had no problem with the clause because this is what I do all the time type of thing. Like, you can change the narrative pretty easily be like yeah they put it in there for them because they're super cautious and stuff but i had no problem signing it because this is what i do all the time i, I stay studying all the time you can ask anybody else that this is how i handle that but the fact that he was like oh well you know why y'all making a big deal out of this is like well address why address the actual topic mm-hmm. bro address the actual topic dead it really quick even if it's not the truth you can still dead it pretty quickly because no one's going to really know aside from you and the team why it's really in there and then it'll be in the it be in the headlines for a little bit, and then you can move on from there. But the fact that he came out so strongly about it, I mean, now we're still talking about it now. Now, and it's gonna it's going to follow him throughout the entire season, and maybe even longer, just because they was there, and then then it's not there. But now people are just wondering. It's like, oh well, you know, what's really going on? Hopefully, he doesn't have a down year because if if he does, it's gonna yeah. be you know free season on say this, or open season your on response is so much more boring than his response that's all i'll say about that is your response is yeah it has to be boring if you're a quarterback it should be nothing but boring i would have i would have so much Give less fun with nothing. your response as opposed to his response his response was funny okay <laughs> daniel i'm here i i will, it was it was an uh, awesome response. It was I, epic. It was very entertaining, but it's not Daniel, what you should I'm do. I'm not here for good gameplay. I'm here for messy gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle gave me the oh, Lord. Kyler gave me the messy gameplay that I was looking for with his statement. You gave me the oh I'm gonna win the season gameplay. I don't want that gameplay. That's boring. <laughs> what do you think, T? Um, the media did with their job. They 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 put the pieces together. They researched. Um, and they came to a conclusion, um, and it was, you know, when they're not going to be given the exact answer to the question that everybody wants to know the answer to, they got to put the pieces together and they got to do their job. Invest, you know, whether you want to call it investigating or whatever they had to do, they put the pieces together, okay? They presented it to him, and he overreacted. Simple. I don't think anybody... You know, it's interesting because I never got the impression that anybody flat out was like, oh, you don't study. You just show up and go out there and do it. I, I never actually heard anybody. No, wait, that uh, I'll, I'll, 
I'll hold, I'll hold, I'll, I'll hold you right there, T, because there were some people who did give that extreme. Some, some even famous people who gave that extreme of a take. Well, um, and so he, he, he did, he did have some course. To, now, obviously, those people are the, the usual suspects, and we know not. That's to, my point, though. Yeah, like there I'm, were, I'm dis- there yeah. were some out there. I'm discounting so, them. Anyway, I'm not, I, I just wanted, to, I just want, right. I didn't want the Twitter sure. warriors to come after no, you. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Dog. No, I, I get it. My five hundred and twenty. <laughs> or followers, um, you know, <laughs> might, might have some issues there. No, I, you, you, it's interesting because you said the usual suspects. You're exactly right. Like when I, when the talking heads want to say what they're going to say, I, you know, I get it. Um, we, we talked about Shannon Sharp earlier and his nonsensical, you know, response to the whole thing uh, and his laundry bags full of tapes. Anyway, um, so yeah, I get that part. But he, at that point, he's not addressing those guys. He's sitting there in front of the actual media, the guys that do the press conferences, the guys that are actually writing the stories and, you know, putting the stuff out there. He's talking to them. And in my opinion, and from what I read and and a lot of the stories that I read from those types, I never got the impression that they were like, yeah, dude, you just run out there and you just, you know, play street ball. I I never got that impression from them. Um, The impression was more or less like, yo, why would this even be in there? Like, dude, is there something going on that we don't know about? Is there friction? Which, of course, we remember the whole erasing the social media and removing the team and all that stuff. There was all those little things that were going on. So, again, I go back to the media, the actual media, not the talking heads, not the, you know, color commentator types. I'm talking about the actual media that had already been talking about the fact that this dude had scrubbed his social media and done all these things. They're just putting pieces together over the course of an offseason. And we get to this point where we see this contract that he finally gets after they're speculating about whether or not he's going to get it how much it's going to be. Are they going to pay him like they're paying some of these other guys, blah, 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 blah. They put all those pieces together and they noticed this one stipulation and they asked him about it. And I feel like he overreacted because, you know, yes, there was some funny aspects to it and he didn't, he didn't scream and yell at them and bang on the, on the dais like, but when you listen to his response, you know, this kind of snarky response to it is sort of just like, Y'all think I could do this without saying? No, that's not what anybody said. Everybody wanted to know why you have a stipulation in your contract that we have never seen in any other contract, including the last three seasons, four seasons, where guys are getting $200 and $300 and $400 million. Although rare, we there's been a few contracts like that. Guys are getting upwards of $45, $50 million a year. We'll put it like that. And we've never seen that like record contracts and you're the only guy that has this has this in stipulation so yes one organization is different from the other but that being said out of all these organizations and all these big contracts we've never seen this stipulation can you speak on it and it was just sort of like this you guys say i don't practice or or study and that's not what they were saying so he overreacted he, he should have just said no I, I study it's just something that you know they felt should be in the contract uh, and I, he could have even lied to me and just been like, or us and, or anybody and just been like, Hey, you might see that stipulation on a few other guys contracts going forward. It doesn't have to happen, but he, he attacked it from a standpoint of like, you know, okay. Everybody is saying, I don't All right. All right. Da- da- Daniel gave us the response. I don't want you giving me game, the, the, the canned response as well. I don't want you giving me <laughs> more responses. You know who he was. 
How, you you know, keep it all business, man. Keep it all business, not emotional. To, Terrell, he was responding to that defensive coordinator who gave the anonymous quotes. He was t- speaking directly to that guy. He's like, "We, you out here saying <laughs> that I don't study <laughs> any film. I'm getting by <laughs> he, was, he was speaking on behalf of Lamar. He was speaking on behalf of Pat. <laughs> He's speaking on behalf of all black quarterbacks. <laughs> that one defensive coordinator. Uh, before I transition mm-hmm. this into the last the last little piece of the puzzle on this one, I do want to say that I do think, Terrell, in some of these situations that um, – because you make a good point in separating – here's how I usually separate it. You, you kind of said the real media – every piece – to me, every piece of the media is the real media. Where things separate and where I have specifically separated myself in terms of – I used to do journalism. I used to do capital J journalism mm-hmm. things. I no longer do capital J journalism things. I do media things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at other people's takes and we're writing about those. Um, yeah, we're looking at what Skip Bayless says and we're, we're you know, putting it, we, we, not specifically with Skip because he's, he's a troll. Right. We would never take anything and put it on our side. But it's the new, the, the, the new media stream is a lot more aggregation. Um, but when Kyler is speaking, he's speaking to capital J journalists. Mm-hmm. But he's actually speaking to capital M media yeah. members. So that's kind of the disconnect. That's actually a little bit of the disconnect mm-hmm. there is that you're right. It, the people in front of him asking the questions who actually do kind of deserve some answers um, are the journalists who are right in front of him doing good work. But he's responding to the trolls, the media members, the people, the hype people who mm-hmm. are getting paid to make hype statements um and so there's a little bit of disconnect between what he's what's getting him emotional and the people in the in the audience who are just trying to get real answers to something that's like daniel and you have both said really a very odd stipulation in the contract so the perfect transition odd stipulation in the contract was the juice worth the squeeze for the arizona or arizona cardinals should they have put this was it, trying to get away with this. Was this worth it? Should they have done this? Whether they think that he is, you know, we takes about Kyler Murray aside because you know those are well documented at this point throughout the show. What we think of Kyler Murray potentially and his study habits. Should this have been something they tried to do? No. No. I'm surprised you guys that with a straight face. That's the last question, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun, but I don't know what you guys are gonna do. I'm gonna have some fun. No, I, I can, I can, you know, I mean, I can keep it short on my end, which is I know I don't usually do, but no, um, I don't think it was worth it. I don't think it never, it never, it ever needed to be in there. The stipulation, I think it was something they should have worked out between uh, the two, you know, the, the team and him should have worked out. And um, I don't think when you say to a guy, "Hey, we're gonna pay you two hundred and thirty million dollars. We need you to put a little bit more time in." outside of the, the, the facility when it comes to, to film study, preparing, blah, 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 blah. I'm pretty sure he wasn't going to be like, yeah, right. Like, no. So it didn't need to be, it didn't need to be put down in writing. Um, uh, you know, no matter how litigious this, this new owner is, it, it didn't need to be in writing. And so in a sense, you know, it, it just wasn't worth it. All the, all this that we're talking about, we didn't need to be talking about. Um, but, you know, you know, maybe they just felt like, you know, there was a possibility he may come up a little short in the expectations department and they just felt like they needed to throw their stuff. Daniel to you, my guy. Well, for me, hell no. Nah. There's no way this was even like. What was the upside to them putting this in here? Like, I guess ideally, it's like, oh, well, he didn't study before, and now he's studying. Now he's like this amazing next level quarterback. But in reality, though, if he 
it's not studying before and now you make him study. He's probably going to be flipping through it. But is he actually learning anything when he's doing it? No, he's probably doing what he needs to do up to the four hours so he can still keep getting paid. So at that point, that's more of a character thing and not of, oh, okay, this is like a routine type of thing. So, that, again, for me, it's like if he's that type of quarterback to where he'll never do the extra to go the extra mile, then he is what he is. The extra four hours a week is not going to change anything. But the downside is major, which we're already seeing right now. The downside to this is like, okay, well, either you're going to alienate your quarterback and piss him off, or this gets out, and now maybe he's cool with it, but for the rest of the season, or maybe even for not his full career, but for quite a few more years, if he ever has like a down season or a bad game or a bad playoff loss or a game they shouldn't have lost, it's like, oh, it's because he didn't study. He would have seen that. That was a bad interception. If he would have studied, he probably would have seen that. This, it creates all this random speculation and drama that is definitely not needed at all. So to me, I don't know who, if it's just the owner doing his own stuff and kind of like, all right, send this through or someone maybe reviews it to him. But I would have been like that. I don't understand it, bro. This doesn't make any sense to me because how this is going to read to the media, how this is going to read to the journalists, to anybody out there, it reads that we don't trust him and that he does not do any certain things. Even if it is true, why we want that out there about our face of the franchise, our number one guy, the guy that takes to the promised land. Why do you want to drag his name through the mud potentially by having this out there in his contract? So I'm not sure if they don't have anybody that knows how social media works or something or they just really didn't care and it's so big of an issue it needs to be in there. But to me, it, it doesn't make any sense to actually have that because if he's not the guy to do it, then just give him the money, let him go out there and do his thing, and at least y'all still will be competitive. And then in the background, look for a different quarterback or something, bro. But at that point, he still he does so well to where you can't let him go. So at that point, you know you're going to pay him no matter what. Don't embarrass him, potentially embarrass him, or cause more drama than need be. Because now everybody, the media, coaches, other players, everybody's going to be now side-eyed him saying like, oh, he does something wrong. Is he really working hard enough? Because this type of studying is not something that you can be – no one's going to be there for it. So you can see him in the weight room. You can see him going through practice. You can see him do everything else. But for the extra, extra stuff, it's basically just take your word for it or see what happens on the field. So no one can actually be there to verify and validate that. So, again, anything that goes wrong, people can now assume that, oh, he's probably not working hard enough. When that could be further from the truth or it could be the straight truth. But now it's up to anybody, anybody's interpretation of that. So, yeah, no, you maybe, set yourself maybe up. Part of the play you played yourself. Going Congratulations. Over his head a bit. I mean, it could be any number of things, man. I, I, lo- I looked, I looked <laughs> for, on the soundboard for something that said – for a, a boo on the soundboard so we could boo this man whenever he continued to make short jokes. But there's no, there is no, there is no audio one, for that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Man, we'll first see. of all, there's uh, only like, there's yeah, like no NFL players other than him that are like shorter than me. I gotta get my jokes in, man. You did. Short kings out here. There are man. a lot of I'm NFL players, it's you know? not quarterbacks, on, though. Man. Those of us yeah. under six foot tall have to. A lot of short say, running backs. I gotta get my shots in. Okay? No, clearly not. You you out here taking shots at him. <laughs> You're not representing for the short kings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Support you your, your, your short brethren. <laughs> he ain't heavy. He my brother. Um, da- Daniel basically took all the words out of my mouth, so I guess I don't really have to say much except for that. Literally zero upside. Literally. N- 
zero point zero 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 extending out zero repeating zero upside at best i guess you get kyler murray to study which if he was gonna uh-huh. do it you didn't have to put in his contract because he was gonna do it anyway at worst you get the oh no nfl teams hated a distraction oh oh no it's a distraction oh is it because there's a, a gay man in the locker room Oh, is it because someone won't stand for the anthem? No, it's because you put a ridiculous clause in your quarterback's contract that literally has zero upside. So next time an NFL team wants to tell you about distractions, maybe point to the time that the NFL organization put a contract that they literally almost literally can't Mm. enforce. Um, How are you going to prove that he's not studying? How are you going to prove he's not doing the extra four hours of film time? Because I guarantee if he doesn't want to do it but he wants to get paid, he's going to figure out a way around it. He's going to figure out how to make it look like he's studying when he's not studying. So, again, you can't enforce it. He's probably going to do it anyway if he wants to get better. He's a very highly competitive man. If he wants to get better, he's probably going to start doing it anyway. You literally make him look like a fool in front of his Mm. teammates because it's got out. In front of his teammates, in front of – as Daniel already alluded to, now people are – you're putting questions out there that don't need to be – They're going back to their contract now. This doesn't, this doesn't make him look like a leader. This makes him look like less of a leader, which is exactly the opposite of what you were trying to do. So, again, um, I'm not going to go too much further down except to say that it's literally zero upside. Well, I actually have another question to add to this, too, kind of aside from that, if you're already going to that. So, to me, my, my thinking was I'm a little bit surprised and maybe it's been overshadowed because of the dramatics with the Kyler situation and with them going back and forth with the whole contract thing. But I really feel like the bigger story to this and something that the NFL PA should look at and definitely bring up during the next, you know, um, negotiation is can these teams really have that much power and pull over a player's personal life? And does it set a precedent to kind of have it get out of hand? Now, there are stipulations in terms of you can't be, you know, playing basketball or potentially getting hurt that could, you know, void your contract. That's understandable injury at the play. But I could definitely see this going down the slippery slope of, you know, hey, you can't go to any clubs on this contract. You can't eat any fast food under this contract. You can't do X, Y, and Z or go here or, you know, talk to this person. At this point, everything is up for grabs, right? Whatever you can put in there, apparently, because someone can say, like, hey, you have to study in your free time, this amount of time every week, or else we can take money from you. Is that not an overreach from an NFL organization or NFL itself in terms of, yes, I work for you, but you don't own me. I'm not a slave, but this seems kind of like slave type of stuff in terms of, Mm. hey, even when you're not at work and I can't see you, I have control over what you can and can't do and how you do it. So to me, I think that that's the biggest story to me, and I feel like that should be kind of what's in the headlines and talked about, the overreach. Right. But I think, again, because of the dramatics, it's being kind of overshadowed, but that's something that well, shouldn't be ignored I mean, to me. The, I think what you touch on is is just kind of like uh, no one – I don't know that anyone found that weird because that is how we are conditioned to think. Um, is I think we're conditioned to think that that is normal. Like, oh, you work in your off time. You get things done in your off time. You got to be productive. Why aren't you being productive? We're all about production in, in American society. Uh, production into right into the an early grave. It's like, oh, but you died being productive. Um, and so I think that's a little bit more. I think that kind of tells you something about American society that no one really batted an eye at them trying to take control of some of his free time. Um, to your specific question, at least for my answer, they can't even get Roger Goodell 
to not be able to undo a ruling in the damn the negotiated mediator. They can't even get him to fully be stripped of his powers. I don't have any faith in their ability to regulate mm-hmm. what they can and cannot get into contracts because the NFLPA doesn't even have enough teeth to make Roger Goodell and his office not have any further say in the punishment of their players that they have collectively bargained for, um, which, again, we'll get into that issue in a separate mm-hmm. time because while me and Daniel may disagree on the Deshaun Washington portion of that proceedings, what I know we will agree on is that the commissioner damn well shouldn't be able to <laughs> overrule the independent arbiter's, arbiter's decision and appoint his own flunky yeah, that he's so, he's like, the appeal process. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting off topic. Point being, the NFLPA doesn't have enough teeth to actually get Roger Goodell out of the punishment business, so I don't believe that they can actually fix this situation. Um, but yeah, it's a tremendous amount. Of, it's another reason I think it's completely disrespectful. Now, he was willing to let them overreach, um, so that, again, that's on him. But at the same time, it, it's what people expect from employees, what most employers expect, expect from employees a lot of times is a ridiculous overreach. Um, now we're getting better about it. Um, the NFL is probably one of the worst about it. Like Bruce Arians made the revolutionary idea of letting his coaches have a family life. And everyone's like, Oh man, what a player's coach, Bruce Arians. What a coach's coach. Bruce Arians. Because he said, Hey, don't go miss your son's recital setting this film. This film will be here when you get back. <laughs> it was so revolutionary that everyone's like, Oh, look at Bruce Arians. Good guy, Bruce Arians. So like, that's the kind of culture you're dealing yeah. with there, D. And I know you've been in it, the culture a little bit yourself as a former football player. But so when you're when you're starting from that starting point, I have zero faith that they're going to be able to stop teams from vastly overreaching into players' personal lives with clauses just like that. Um, I mean, you can argue even the no, I don't, I don't want to go that far. But even the Eddie Lacy contract stuff, where he was overweight, mm. kind of starts going into yeah. that territory a little bit. But not quite all the way there because that is something that can affect weight, playing weight is something that affects your production. Um, that's just that's just the truth of it. I didn't like to where it spiraled into some of the stuff that happened on social media, but I'm not sure that I can hold the um, the organization accountable for that. So I won't go that far. But I'm just saying they've they've been building towards this overreach, so it does mm-hmm. not surprise me that they overreach in the scenario. And I think they'll probably f- uh, further overreach. Uh, T, what do you got? I have nothing to add to that. I mean, I, I feel like. My biggest question is going to be how much more of this are we going to see? Uh, what are the stipulations going to look like going forward? Um, you know, the, the, the weight stuff and, and, and some of that, like, I, you know, I can remember from going back years. Um, but, yeah, this one was a new one for me, and it's going to be interesting to me to, to see in the future um, what some of, you know, if, if there's going to be some other weird stipulations that are going to be slipped into some of these contracts. Um, that we're going to be talking about down the line. So um, it's going to be interesting to see, but um, nah, man, I got nothing more to add other than that. All right. Well, I, I think my little mini rant on Roger Goodell will kind of oh, serve as a decision king. The little, uh, yeah, I mean, we've done whole pods on him. We'll probably do future pods <laughs> on him. He'll probably get he'll probably get yeah, roasted yes. next week. I think everyone by now knows what we're likely talking about next week um, with the yeah, Deshaun Watson stuff. I wanted to make sure I wanted to make sure the p- appeals process went through. I was hoping we'll get a ruling on that and see what happens with that. Um, I also wanted to give us time to read the original ruling from um, Judge Sue Robinson. Um, I wanted to give us a lot, enough time to read through that as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll dive into Deshaun Watson 
next week. So that's something to look forward to. And now I've cursed us because I've actually tried to set something on the schedule and we've never been on time with anything on the schedule after I've said it. So um, look forward to hearing about it. Yeah, but now you have now you have a competition with Ed though, so you can keep you on the straight and narrow. But look forward to us talking about Deshaun Watson in about mm-hmm. one month. Um, now that I've said that out loud, uh, <laughs> hey, that will do it for. I'm what's just up? saying, I'm ready. So y'all know what's up. <laughs> so um, look out for that episode. Now let's uh, go ahead and uh, D. Thanks for uh, thanks for showing up today, man. Any plugs? We know you don't have any social media. I'm- Oh, yeah. You're quite welcome, sir. Yeah, you can't so, find me anywhere except so on Trey Blanco's podcast and grill, where we break down the X's and O's of Capitalist football. It's not defiant, man. You know what I'm saying? I keep it. I keep it clean. Got to keep the business here and personal here. You know what I'm saying? A little something college should learn. You know what I'm All saying? Right. Season gotta, 25 winner, of separate brother. Get out of here. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah please catch us on Trey Blanco's podcast and grill uh, if you haven't yet please check out our latest episode I think you'll really enjoy it uh, me and Ed do get into it so give us you know your thoughts on that as well and of course the preseason is starting so we're going to have a lot more compelling content for you coming up coming to this season so until next time man catch y'all later all the things you're currently working on and your socials because you do have socials yeah man um, you know Makia uh, Media Co um, on the Instagram uh, you know, just uh, anybody need any professional headshots done or anything like that, holla at your boy. Um, let's see. Uh, no new commercials coming out um, anytime soon. Have it, it's, it's a slow season for the acting stuff. But um, hopefully in the next couple of months here, we'll be getting some um, trailer promotional type stuff for the uh, for the bugs, the real bug life on Discovery. Um, so once I get some information on that, I'll, I'll definitely pop some information in one of the pods about that. Tell y'all where to go to catch it. Um, that's about it, man. Add Terrell Huff on the Twitter. Uh, let's get the numbers up. I'm trying to get to a K. Trying to get to a thousand. I'll let you boy. Shout out to my dog, 15 years old. She lost 18 teeth today. She still can eat though. She had 42 of them. So, you know, she's still straight. Let's go. Uh, a, a dog shot at it. Uh, I, you're playing the rap music, the rap music, on music should started on, on you, here. homie. So you lucky you escaped. That's how it's supposed to go. So uh, now that I got to do it manually, it, it's, it's going to be a little different. That's usually where I start putting it, though, right? When someone starts wrapping up, that's where the music goes. So now I got to do that manually for those listening. I, don't... <laughs> I thought you were just like, hey, no, 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 no. just a normal process. Although up. it does help. <laughs> I'm not going to act like it doesn't serve that function as well. Anyway, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Dr. Lewis, not third. Uh, so go ahead and follow me on the socials. Of course, we have Speaking for Sport. We also have Trey Blanco's podcast and grill, as Daniel has mentioned. It should be two episodes up before you listen to this episode. So go listen to those last two episodes. Uh, I, really, the last three episodes have been pretty contentious. You had me versus Daniel. You had Daniel versus Ed. You had everybody versus Julian at one point. There's a lot of stuff going on on Trey Blanco's podcast and grill. Tune in. Whether you're a Cowboys fan or not, there's a lot of good stuff going on. It really is. So, for Daniel Davison, for Huff, I am D.R. Lewis. Terrell Huff, get him with the outro. Speaking for sports, because somebody has to. Speaking of a sport.